often imitated but never duplicated. You are now listening to the John Cash Show podcast, bitches. John Cash. You're listening to John Cash. Wow, wow. You're listening to John Cash. Radio show giving you all that you listening to John Cash. Entertainment's hottest news and latest music. You're listening to John Cash. Midday or the evening or early in the morning. John Cash. Midday or the evening or early in the morning. You're listening to John Cash. Let's go, New York. John Cash. Yo, listen to John Cash. Get the fuck out my house, you old evil black bitch. Get the fuck out. I'm calling your manager, you ugly ass old bitch. Watch and see. Watch and fucking see. Donisha screamed as she tried to punch and kick away as the twins tried to restrain her. Mrs. Watkins looked up and down one last time and shook her head. Oh, and by the way, I'll be mandating you to take an anger management class. Now, as a part of your voucher application requirements, you'll get a letter in the mail with a list of sites in the city that offer them. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. The unbothered social worker <laughs> opened the wobbly apartment front door and then respectfully and slowly closed it as she smiled at Tasia, then strolled off into the sun until her next home visit. It was very fucking obvious to everyone. Mrs. Watkins was immune to hood bitch bullshit. <laughs> the way she handled Darnisha's ass would have had you thinking this old bitch was vaccinated against the volatile, savage nature of a short fuse ratchet nigga bitch like Darnisha. <laughs> Shit. The lady, after all, probably worked with at least three generations of hood bitches and grew up accustomed to seeing them pop off and explode when things didn't go their way. Auntie huffed her and her heart pounding fast as she tried to relax and deal with the bitter pill of rejection she was forced to swallow a minute ago. She looked at Tasia, who was still sitting down. The fearful niece was anticipating her next move. Darnisha didn't say anything, though. Suddenly, she balled up her fist and quickly searched the room. Her eyes landed on a candy bowl in the center of the coffee table. She dashed towards the bowl, picked it up, and without hesitation, threw the bowl right at Tasia's face. Ah! Tasia cried as the... <laughs> Tasia cried as the bowl smacked the girl in her head, instantly gashing her forehead. It's your fault. You fat black bitch. I'm going to kill you. Donnie should then lunge at the girl ready to fuck her niece's big ass up. Yes, that was an excerpt from Project Ho Dreams by Quan Mills. And he's selling these books. I'm yeah. still stuck on immune to hood bitch shit. <laughs> that, that phrase just is great. So this, wait, this happened in the social security office. <laughs> no, this happened on a home visit. On a home visit? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, so the views and opinions expressed <laughs> by myself do not reflect those of the John Cash Show podcast sponsors and or affiliates listeners and viewers discretion is highly, highly advised. Welcome to the one hundred and fourth edition of the John Cash Show Podcast. <laughs> You can hear the John Cash Show podcast on demand on your favorite streaming platforms, including, but not limited to, are you ready? Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Stitcher, Deezer, Odyssey, Pandora, and many, many more platforms except for Tidal. Now, 
Also, with that being said, you can go to catscollections.com to buy the official merchandise for the John Cash Show <laughs> podcast. Thank you, Pat Sajak and Vanna White. <laughs> <laughs> Book busy and blessed. Get nasty with the J- John Cash Show. Good pussy, stay wet. Over here, yeah. Good pussy, stay wet. I'm looking at the monitor over here. And bag these groceries. Get it in time for pride. Uh, now, I'd like to welcome uh, my amazing co-host. It's the feminine divine goddess, multifaceted epitome of black girl magic with the whoppiest whop in all of the land, the Brownsville bully star. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, season three, we're really going to try to up the production budget. <laughs> we're going to have lasers and shit. Fireworks for me. But. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How are you? I'm all right. I'm blessed, blessed to be with you. I got a um, good little parking spot. It was tired of my pussy, but I got in. Amen. All right. Mm-hmm. You Hello. shy. <laughs> 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 and shout out to. <laughs> <laughs> Subbing for Josh Fauci today. The, <laughs> the white Wesley Pipes. <laughs> Say hello. Hello. <laughs> See diversity here. <laughs> I'm safe, you know, for all the sponsors and good. Yeah. Now, also hailing from the land of abundance. And the promoter of positivity and influencer, actor, and content creator, mm-hmm. Kevin Dwayne. Oh, what's good? How are you? How's your week? Uh, my week was busy. I'm happy to have a couple of days off. Uh, it's nice. Uh, Just be like, fuck that job. Just a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> I know that. I know that feeling. <laughs> All right. So, um, for everybody listening, feel free to chat about any of the topics, ask for advice, or you can even send an email telling me how much, you know, I suck or how great Let them know what to find you to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, no, let me stop. <laughs> let me stop. Um, at the John Cash Show at gmail.com. Now, before we continue on with the show, congratulations, God, to the newly appointed uh, Supreme Court Justice Katanji Brown Jackson, as she is the first black female Supreme Court judge in United States history. So, yes, no, black he, girl magic. That needs a clap. Yeah, because listen, that process is some bullshit. <laughs> so, yes, yes, mm-hmm. give, give her all the things. Yes, Katanji. Give okay. the flowers while it's here. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. So, did anything interesting happen since we last uh, recorded? A- <laughs> Back last month, like, uh, did somebody get slapped? God, I heard the uh, the fingerprint is still there. Oh, Actually, yeah. myth says legend has it. <laughs> <I> can- <laughs> cannot be true, but that's funny though. <laughs> For comedy's sake. <laughs> <laughs> he got slapped for comedy sake. Right. This is like literally the story that just won't end. And it's kind of dope though because it lets you we forget how big all these people are 
especially the Smith family, mm-hmm. especially how when you have that type of global appeal, how it affects everybody. Mm-hmm. And of course, you did this on like television or movies biggest night. <laughs> so that doubled it up. So it's like, of course, this is going to be the topic for the next year because. <sighs> yeah. So, yeah. 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 That happened. Yeah, so Oscar night happened. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to just give a synopsis for what he just said. So Oscar night happened. You know, it was very boring, very dull. And all of a sudden, I Mona Scott it. took over halfway <laughs> through the Oscars uh, telecast. And, you know, Will Smith pulled uh, uh, Jocelyn. He ran across the stage and smacked the shit out of uh, Chris Rock. Christopher Rock. You know, I got to take, it actually wasn't boring this year. Because of- a, no, it wasn't being because of that. Will Packer produced it this way. It was literally Will Packer. They finally got someone black to produce it. You had Regina Hall there. You had Wanda Mm-mm. Sykes there. It wasn't just Will Packer. It was Mona Scott. I'm telling you. Halfway what, through. what I'm saying is it wasn't the normal yeah. Oscars anyway. They opened up with Beyonce. Like it was actually going very well. It was like, oh, this is interesting. Will just up that shit. I was like, oh. It, it, Since it was the, the blackest Oscars they, were, they had. And they allowed us the creative control. And. <sighs> yeah, it's like getting that back. It's like it's, it's, it's literally it's literally Janet on Super Bowl all over again. MTV, yeah. it was their year to do it. Nipple came out. Will Packer do it? Slaps come no, out. No, but th- th- with Janet, they act like Justin Timberlake, like ripped her pants down and doggy style, right. her, like in the middle of the goddamn stadium. I didn't even know if it was a nipple or not. I yeah. was watching the game with my father, and I was like. <laughs> Is that her titty? He was like, I don't know. We kept watching the game. We didn't think that it was like, you know, a catastrophe. No. They saw titties. Like, I don't think this is a catastrophe. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I don't. But I'm a hood nigga, I guess. I don't know. I was like, a slap? That's it? Yeah. He didn't fall, you know? (laughs) I was like, oh, he ate that. Like, okay. Let's move on. Boom. Like, we used to watch slap boxing on what, High 97? Yeah, yeah. Slap they, they had fast. The slap, yes. They used, used to, to slap motherfuckers like, for live. summer jam tickets, okay? <laughs> Open hands. Literally. Literally. It was classy like, to me. I Chris was like, Rock Open grew hands. up on slap boxing. He's from Brooklyn. Like, stop. So we Let's know die at that. <laughs> they do more than slap boxing, especially on Gates. Jesus. <laughs> so, Always know. on Citizens app. I just <laughs> love how this turned into the Jada is abusive fest. Um... <laughs> And um, I mean, I don't know what you guys think about that, but she is also she 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 hijacked that man like she knew she knew he was trying to compete against Tupac. You can't compete against a ghost. <laughs> don't they tell you that in power? <laughs> Lord, she she causes so much havoc in that fucking house. Willow writing letters to Tupac. <laughs> Can you please come back? <laughs> Please, so mommy can be happy. Oh, <laughs> the price of good pussy, apparently, child. Because if she got that much damn power, the way people speak about her, you like, damn. So none of these men can think for themselves. Got this it. That's what I'm trying to say. None of them can think for themselves. It's her this fault. Is, this is what I'm her fault. Peer, it's just wild. Well, it is wild. I, you know, and uh, news came out. Uh, well, this is coming out uh, April 11th, but. Uh, News came out on this past Friday that Will Smith was banned for the next uh, 10 years. I mean, it's like prison but, talk. <laughs> I mean, it really is, though, for us. Like, but but let's, yeah. let's, let's keep it real. The past six years <clears throat> before this whole, you know, slap, bitch slap fiasco, they didn't come to the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's so they don't, they, you know, 
he got his Oscar, and they didn't take it away. And like, yeah, I, I'm just gonna shut up because so, I'm about to go down that path. Like, they want to punish him for slapping somebody, but they didn't do anything for people sleeping with 14 year olds and marrying oh, 14 right. year olds. Exactly. Like, so and, exactly. Harvey, um, all of those people get to get their awards, <laughs> so get to show up. But Harvey Weinstein molested all of Hollywood, right. and it wasn't literally. until they literally came out, and then it was like, oh well, yeah, let's pan him now. Like after, like yeah. all the damage yeah. is done. Yeah. Like, it, it, give me a fucking break. Yeah, <laughs> this literally goes on with people that shouldn't even be at the Oscars. Yeah. So, and then uh, the, I, um, someone was asking the question of like, do you even think the Oscars will be around in the next ten years? Though, realistically, because who really watches the Oscars? White folks. But that's what I, I said. White folks are going to constantly endorse it because we never were watching the Oscars, yeah. but it's still been here. It'll be the TikTok award soon. Right. Right. <laughs> right. They might, they might, I can see that happening. It'll be like, <laughs> you know. I can see that it, it being on Netflix. Yeah. And we'll host it. Every, right. Everything, <laughs> right. Like everything loses luster, though. Because, I mean, even look at the Grammys. They're like the most boring thing now. It's yeah. like half Zoom. It, half right. Zoom. Yeah. No, last year it was like they had just had performers and people, they had the people outside. Uh, yeah. yeah. I was like, what the fuck? It wasn't given. <laughs> like the MTV vi- uh, Video Music Awards, you used to be like, oh, wait, I'm going to watch this. Right. Right. Now it's like, eh. it's just not entertaining anymore. Yeah. And then I don't even know half the fucking artists anymore. No. It's like, all right. YFN Focus Right. I don't know who that is. Yeah. <laughs> Especially with the Oscars. Most of those movies, most of us can't even account for them. Like, what? So, yeah, yeah, Coda. It's always, it does always the things that win. I heard nothing about it. Yeah. No. <laughs> but um, I forgot, what's that comedian? It's abstract art. Mm-hmm. Who's the comedian that, um, he, he's always talking about weed and stuff like that. The white guy. Uh, yeah, what, girl? <laughs> 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 what? Wait, that's... <laughs> Oh, and looks Pineapple right Express. Out. Pineapple Express. Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. Oh. Now, y'all not, now y'all not like dog. <laughs> you like the white, the white guy <laughs> with weed. <laughs> like half the politicians it's this past year trying to legalize it. <laughs> but no, I love him though. But no, he um he was doing a show, um, the barbershop or the shop or whatever that's hosted by LeBron James or whatever. And he was actually saying with the Oscars that like no one actually takes it seriously. And like people are more into the cult classics, like that normally don't even get nominated. Yeah. So it's just kind of like Like no showgirls. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> or Pound of Blue Express. So it's like, yeah. Pound the Blue Express. Pineapple. Oh, Express. I was like, what in the what? Pineapple <laughs> blue. I was like, <laughs> I'm like what in the OnlyFans? <laughs> Right. So, so I guess Zola didn't get didn't get nominated this year. That was <laughs> I good. love that movie. <laughs> Should have been. Now that was art. I love that movie. <laughs> it was really good. I was, for real, for real to me. Because <laughs> I remember when that tweet that tweet came out. I remembered it. Damn, a tweet from tweet to movie. <laughs> what a trajectory, epic journey. Right. <laughs> now with all this drama going on with Will and Jada, August Alcina. <laughs> has been thrusted back into the spotlight. <laughs> now, if I was Chris Rock, I'm I'm just going to say, you know, he, well, he handled it. Well, if I was Chris Rock, it would be a whole different story. I would have been like, yeah, I would have been embarrassed in the black community, honestly. <laughs> I would have been scrapping. Like, mm-hmm. You know, you heard Now, my... that would have been entertaining if they both just started fighting. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It would be entertaining. If he scored just a little bit, I would be like, oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag Oscar so ghetto. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Went from I, 
Uh, Oscar so white. Oscar <laughs> so Moqueto. We're going to show this next year on uh, Zeus. Right. <laughs> although, 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 I, I actually kind of hate that I said that, though, because we got to stop acting like Black violent, and tsunami. Yeah, yeah, violent, yeah. violence. Because yeah. you see them white girl housewives been... in New Jersey? Right, right exactly. That's why everyone is upset about Will's, like, him not being able to join the Oscars anymore because at the end of the day, it's been a lot of white people that have been on there. That's been hella violent I, towards the community. I swear and to also God. slavery, so shut the fuck up. <laughs> slavery. And January the 6th. Period. The insurrection. January 6th. I was, I was Period. So, I was, I'm so glad I had like my glasses on, my sunglasses on. Uh, I just sat on my phone and I sat in an awkward bed and I was like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, like, like I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> But, but yeah, if I was Chris Rock, I would have been like, damn, he, he slapped me all the way into August. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's a good one. That would be good. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> you can see who went to private school, who went to public school. Yes, yes. When it yes. comes to shit like yes, that. Yes, you got to connect them. Yeah. <laughs> so, quick uh, <laughs> at the comeback. August Asina um, released a song called Shake the World. And now there's rumors that he is planning to pen a tell-all tell book about his affair with Jada. So, yes. Um, yeah. If he does that, child. Well, he need to get paid. We all need to get paid. Let's get it. <laughs> like, fuck it. Right? He just create OnlyFans like all these other ones. He like, really just, does just need to. Just I, call Tiger and Soulja Boy really for the right <laughs> Now, moving right along. My friends hitting me up. <laughs> God bless them. I'm, uh, you know, breaking, breaking, no, breaking, break, <laughs> breaking the fourth wall. Going through a lot personally and people reaching out to me. Like, I, I appreciate that. So, yeah. So, I don't want to get too much into it. Um, yeah. So, moving right along. Baseball great Albert Pujols files for divorce from his wife of 22 years just days after she had brain surgery. So, yeah. So Albert Pujols announced on Monday that he and wife Deidre are splitting up days after she underwent successful surgery to remove a brain tumor. Um, I've been asked a lot of questions over the past few days regarding what's been going on at home, and sadly, after 22 years of marriage, I've made the decision to file for divorce from my wife, Deidre, Pujols said in a statement released by his agent, Dan Lozano. I realize this is not the most opportune time with opening day approaching and other family events that have recently taken place. These situations are never easy and isn't something that just happened overnight. Not him not mentioning him surgery first. This offseason, Pujol signed a one-year deal to return to the Cardinals, where he played from 2001 to 2011. He and Deidre had been married since 2000. Um, he goes on to say, as a devout Christian, oh Lord. this is an outcome that I never want to see happen. Pujols continued in this statement, for many long days and nights, I prayed, asking the Lord for his guidance. Mm. And he led you probably to a strip club. Pujols concluded his statement by noting that he and Deidre remain committed to raising their five children in a loving and safe environment. I am thankful for the five beautiful children that we brought into this world and remain committed to raising them in a loving and safe environment. I ask that you please respect our privacy and the privacy of our five children during this time. Last season, Pujols hit 236 with 17 home, run home runs as he split time with the Dodgers and Angels. 
Mm. So, what say you, 22? Star? I mean, did he mention anything? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> I love reading these stories, especially, uh, like, because Star would be like, nah, 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 nah. nah. <laughs> Sounds crazy. I don't know if after like, twenty two years, main reason is for is because of the surgery. Is he saying like there were problems before? Like, yeah, that he was alluding to that in the statement. I mean, if that's the case, like do what you gotta do, brother. I don't know, but if it's just simply that you know, he should have just getting, fucking left before the surgery. Then I agree. Yeah. Maybe, he, yeah. Honestly, I don't know what he was really waiting for. If that's the case, then yeah. If you were unhappy this whole time, it's like you waited till she's. At least in well, well, yeah, life is messy. Yeah, life is messy, and so like even when I read the thing, I was like, mm, this seems more salacious than it actually is. Marriage is not easy, right? And there's no perfect time to divorce somebody, right? And so I can only imagine that it happened that she needed the surgery, and I guess he was like, well, we got the kids. I don't know. I'm yeah. projecting. Maybe he was like, I got the kids. Let me make sure she gets through this hard point, and once she's in recovery then I can move forward with the decision we're going to make before. But I think it's more salacious because of how we look at marriage and stuff in America, especially. It's this whole thing, especially when one person's the breadwinner and all that kind of stuff. So it seems more shady than it probably actually is. I think more or less he was like, let her get to recovery first and then we'll move forward with what we're going to do. Yeah, because I would wonder like five kids later, like, you know what? You know what I mean? Like, what what what? What space were they in their relationship? Mm. That's you know what I mean. So, I'm tired of you cheating on me. <laughs> <laughs> Extra <Pretty> ribs. <laughs> uh, she went all out for her. At least I, I got a trip to the clinic. Give <laughs> my shake. Sorry, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Yvette just pops in there. Just... Not baby boy. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, but I, 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 yeah, I, and I seen that. See, <laughs> <laughs> not too long ago. Um. Yeah. So that's it. Yeah. Life is messy. Yeah. And I'm not married. And this just... one, it brings me back to Willa Jada, not for nothing. Where it's like we're only looking on the outside, looking in, really. Yeah. And it's kind of like we don't really know the full nature of this relationship. No. And even they told you, hey, we fuck around with other people. That's it's, what. It's not cheating if you got permission. That's why I'm Y'all saying. need to shut the fuck I've up. Been I've been <laughs> right. And people keep bringing up August. <laughs> I'm like, but they let you made it very clear. We separated for a little bit. She fucked this little nigga. That's her fault. But it wasn't cheap. She was glowing on that uh, red carpet, though. The BT Awards. She was like, I mean, I think it's big. And then she, she was acting too good on Girls Trip. She was acting too good. She was like, she was, she was, she was like, oh. yeah. She had coffee's fine ass. So, but yeah. Okay. We'll say you. I mean, like you said, there's no right time to divorce. But I mean, damn, days after surgery, at least like a few months. What if it was? But what if it was already decided before, though? We don't know. Yeah, but I still think maybe like maybe six months to six to 12 months. But who are you doing this for? It, obviously, if they separated, shit, you just have an agreement that y'all will like move forward in, in separation. But it, like file, officially file the p- divorce paperwork. But I think that's more based on how it looks no, it's not versus about, reality. No, it's not based <laughs> on how it looks. It's just like in terms of, okay, 
with divorce, I'm quite sure, like with court cases and stuff, you still have to rehab. I don't know the extent like of the the brain surgery and stuff, mm-hmm. but you might it's still have to, to rehab. It's a lot to think about, and like it, like it's just like Healy. inconsiderate. It's mm-hmm. just it's kind of inconsiderate, and like, I feel I, like I think he's trash for that. If we if it was something they discussed before and it was solidified before, and it's a matter of just signing papers, then fine. But if it is something that's like now has to be processed, that is that's kind of that's like a that's lot definitely to think about. and then like yeah. with five children, yeah, you know, you're still a public figure. Mm-hmm. And who has you have who to custody think of these kids now? It can't be the mother right now. Then I mean, I'm sure. Well, they be, probably shared. Yeah, it's probably be shared. Okay. But like you know, he's retiring. He probably wants to start a second family. In all likelihood, he's going to be like 40, 41. Um, you know, the end of his playing career and stuff. He made over. Three hundred million dollars mm-hmm. throughout his uh, throughout his career. He just came off a ten year contract with um Los Angeles uh, Los Angeles uh, Los Angeles um an- uh, Angels like ten years two hundred and fifty million. So like maybe he's setting up for his like post baseball family and <laughs> like, yeah. and that's how shit. That's how these athletes do. They yeah. they have the, the right, family the while they playing, right? And then they have the family um after they finish. Yep. You got two different families. Yeah. And now they for real, for real. <laughs> the only one that didn't do that was Derek Jeter. <laughs> he, he hold in peace and gave them gift basket, baskets. That's why they didn't talk. Uh, talk about ZipRecruiter. Let's talk about the <laughs> this man accidentally sending his STD results for his dream job. If the damn thing would come up. negative. Right. Like- <laughs> We're looking for someone a little more responsible. <laughs> not only that, it's like you're not even officially in the, the company yet. Like that's gossip. They'd be like, right. oh child. That's him, girl. That's him. That's him. <laughs> like, why are you pointing at me? <laughs> All right. So coming from the New York Post. This guy's this guy's job hunt got off to a bumpy start. Uh, <laughs> I see so what they messy. did there. <laughs> Jacques Paul, 27, admittedly freaked out when after uh, editing his resume to suit the employment criteria for his dream job, he accidentally attached a copy of his sexually transmitted disease test results to his application rather than his professional cover letter. <laughs> this is why I don't even add cover lovers Cause who needs that <laughs> I just got my PDF Of my STD results downloaded And I was all negative thankfully Paul from the London borough of Harringen Harringen or whatever you'll, you'll correct it later Explain to SWNS we went to the restaurant. I was like, oh, Bogota. <laughs> he was like, Bogota. Bogota. Yeah. And I'm like, Bogota. He was like, <laughs> I was like, fuck it. Fuck it. Whatever. Um, after receiving the good news, Paul, during the height of the pandemic in 2020, applied to his ideal job. But unfortunately, he mistook his digital medical report for his professional paperwork. Then I accidentally attached it to the job application and sent it in, he said. Paul, who's now gainfully employed, is finally able to laugh about his oversharing misstep, virally shared, uh, virally shared his job hunt blunder on TikTok, raking in a whopping 1.2 uh, million views from spectators. Yes. Limited to lemonade. <laughs> 
In the closed captions of his popular post, he emphasized that the gig was his dream job at his dream company. However, in a follow-up clip shared on Wednesday, this past Wednesday, Paul admitted that his chronic ADHD disorder inhibited him from giving the employment application his full attention. I was applying for this job while listening to music, checking the news. I was looking at COVID rates and doing something else on the side. Ciao. I was doing remote learning, doing <laughs> insanity, uh, calling clients, single mothers, like. cooking <laughs> for my niece, then running the shower, you ain't saying my prayers and affirmations, right. sometimes all at once. You never said the wrong PDF either. That part. Always on time. It didn't even matter if I was in Target when the email was going. <laughs> Came through. I'm like, shit, I'll be 15 minutes. <laughs> so funny. Internet's down right now. <laughs> no, let me stop. They're listening. Um, <laughs> he claims he spent hours proofreading his cover letter for spelling errors before virtually filing it with the company's human resources department. I was multitasking, he said. And shortly after, he confidently tendered his bid for the position. Paul decided to double-check his application status via the organization's website. You get an email confirmation of your application and it said to log in to see the status, which I did. I want to make sure everything was okay, said Paul. Then I saw the PDF of the STD results and freaked out. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so wild. And he couldn't believe that he made such a massive mistake. I put a lot of thought and time into applying for this. You have to make sure your cover letter is adjusted. He groaned. You write the cover letter. I pro proofread everything and then fucked up at the end by uploading the wrong thing. That's what happens when them damn jobs uh, keep asking you to put the shit <laughs> right. yeah. Like, bitch, I just uploaded this fucking resume. Right. Just populate yeah. the fucking Seriously. shit. Right. Like, lose my shit trying to apply for a part-time job at Home Depot. Right. Like, fuck this. <laughs> and just fling the MacBook across the room. And then go pick up my PlayStation 5 controller <laughs> and play Madden. I couldn't change the application, and the only email that was on the website was IT support. I wasn't going to make it a bigger deal than it already was, Paul recalled. I freaked out and just waited, hoping there was a very nice, sensible human on the other side seeing it and knowing it was an honest mistake, and they'd reach out for the actual cover letter. Mm, he's not realistic. <laughs> mm -mm. Within 72 hours, I got a standard message saying that they weren't proceeding with the application. Uh, you think? Right. I figured I could follow up and ask for feedback, but I think I knew what it was. It looked like I was submitting my application and saying, here's another good thing about me. I don't have any STDs. No. No. They said you couldn't follow directions. You couldn't, a, you couldn't follow directions, and B, you're liable to send the wrong shit out. Right. Okay. So you're liable to get us <laughs> right. in a damn lawsuit. Yeah. Especially if it's a medical uh, company. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so that was what do you, what do you say about that? Have you ever done something <laughs> like that? No, you never Blasphemy. send the wrong text to somebody. I mean, I've done that um, once actually, and I freaked <laughs> out, and I don't know how I got out of it, but I did. It. <laughs> what, what did, what did, what did <laughs> wait? What did you have to get out of? To no, it was somebody that I was dating who got on my fucking nerves. Oh. And it was like to a point, and I literally I was messaging between him and somebody else. And I was like, he gets on my motherfucking nerves. <laughs> and he was just like, who? And I was just like, 
fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, I said the other person. So now you and think like, I'm people really with the. But I remember being like, shit. And I was like, yeah, I got to stop doing this. So if you have a thought, don't text it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best way to put it because you will send it to the wrong. <laughs> shit. I think I've been through something, but I don't remember. But oh well. But no, I've never um, sent the wrong, like, I don't even send cover letters. I think that's whack. I don't know who I have to prove. Whatever. Look at my resume. It's there. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no. <laughs> I had a guy try to, like, um, that was his pickup line. He gave me his resume. What? Yeah, it was weird. It was on the train. You're um, trying to, you're trying to, he was trying to say. And I read it too, like a dumbass. I'm like, oh, you a chef? <laughs> that's what's up. That's what's up. You should so get I, the job. So I guess it works. <laughs> I guess it works. You should get the job. Is he still around? No, I didn't date So it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> like I was actually reviewing the. <laughs> you were like, yeah, your indentation is not right right here. <laughs> Wait a minute! You spelled this wrong. Yeah, we're not. We're not putting addresses anymore. I'm not coming to your house. Remove that. I gave it back to him. Then yeah. <laughs> so whoever that was, uh, you know, if you're listening, it didn't work. But hey, you got a, t- a TikTok following now. So listen, make that work. Become right? an influencer. Right. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> 1.2 million. You said. So I mean, listen. I mean, that is sell fun. something. Make right. something quickly. Right. Make a I fucked up sweatshirt. <laughs> Not an I fucked As, up. Yes, come on with syphilis.pdf. <laughs> come on, make like files and it's like STD results. Come on, make this money. Make it work for you. Syphilis? Like, Who the fuck is wearing syphilis PDF? <laughs> like, like Mrs. Gorilla Glue. You got to make it work for yourself. That's all I'm saying. Who the fuck is wearing? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Syphilis PDF. Where do things have happened? Like sending your results to hiring <laughs> managers. <laughs> Stranger things have happened. Yeah. Hi, Wesley. How are you? You doing all right over there? I'm good. I'm hanging in there. It's like about being a fly on the wall. Like it's very much just like. <laughs> the hat says, oh. It says pit. Pit. Plus it All right. Best man steals bride from groom after confessing love in his wedding speech. That's why I don't want no goddamn speeches at my wedding. You ain't (laughs) confess nothing. And don't tell none of my damn stories because they're too salacious for us. The story should be called The Man Fumbled and the Best Man Picked Up the Ball. At the the wedding, though, Lord. Okay. First comes love, then comes marriage, then comes the best man to steal the bride away from the groom at the wedding. Well, such was the case for Desiree White, 32, who ultimately divorced her husband to marry her lifelong friend and the best man at her wedding, Bryant, after he confessed his undying love for her while toasting her nuptials to his then best friend. He said, I remember the first moment I saw Desiree. I loved her. I fell in love with her. I knew she had to be mine. I thought she was the most beautiful person I've ever seen in my life. White from Illinois told uh, uh, Kennedy News and media of uh, uh, Brian's best man speech during the 2010 matrimony. This shit got me more tongue-tied than (laughs) young M.A. at Pride. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
I've never met anyone like her. And then I found out she already had a boyfriend, and I thought I needed to find a, out a way to get her. The, the long game. But then I met White's ex-husband, and we became friends. She recalled. The identity of White's former spouse is unknown, but she and her ex sat side by side, slack-jawed, as Bryant poured out his heart in front of them and their 200 wedding guests. See, the big-ass weddings always have the most drama. Right. Justice of the peace. <laughs> Go to City Hall and get, like, one witness <laughs> or two. Bryant then just said, Love you both. Congratulations. It ended there, she added, noting that her ears turned red with embarrassment after his admission. A wave of awkwardness then overcame the, the room. White remembered, saying everyone was kind of laughing, and then it got quiet. And she was admittedly confused by Brian's confession, most notably due to the staunchly platonic nature of their years-long camaraderie. Say that three times fast. <laughs> Brian and I met each other in, uh, in class at high school. I had a boyfriend at the time, and because of that, I really wasn't going to talk to other people. She's a good girl, not a city girl. After showing him a picture of her then beau, um, Bryant immediately recognized the kid as someone who shared the same lunch period as him. The three formed a tight buddies bond shortly thereafter. Brian and my ex, uh, ex-husband became best friends, and because they were guys, they did a lot together. Broke back. They did everything together. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. <clears throat> I set Brian up on dates with other women. I hate when I'm reading something and it the fucking pop up him. Okay. <laughs> I set Brian up on dates with other women so many times. I've been on double dates with him and I always tell people I wouldn't have ever dated the person he was then. Um, he had a lot of growing up to do. I didn't really look at him in that way. But White vividly remembers the look of affection that Bryant wore when he saw her adorned in bridal garb on the morning she was to tie the knot with his pal. On the wedding day, I walked into the living room. Right when I was done getting ready with my wedding dress on and my hair done, Bryant came into my parents' house and froze and star stared at me. I said, hey, what's up? He said, I looked beautiful. I'd never had a moment of him looking at me like that. That's how it all starts. <laughs> his adoring gaze aside white proceeded on to her wedding and got married brian in turn reportedly got drunk and then publicly professed his love for her but his unbridled unbosoming didn't stop at his best man's speech later that evening white shared a dance with him while her new hubby cut a rug with her maid of honor, White recalled that while boogieing with Bryant, he said, why didn't you ever give me a chance? I would have always taken care of you. Mm. I asked him what he meant. And he said, nothing. I love you. I love her ex-husband's name. Then he got quiet. Following her big day of festivities, a confounded white remembered hoping that she had misinterpreted. That's that typical Lifetime movie <laughs> bullshit. I, I don't think I... I think I heard that right. Did you say you love me? Right. I just want you to confirm that sir. You, you love me. You're giving Bridgerton right now. I Roman. Roman. All right. It's, you know, the female rap uh, uh, scene in a whole decade. All right. I can't. So I'm sure it was because he was really drunk and lonely, she recalled thinking to herself at the time. I knew up to this point that he had girlfriends that weren't working out and he was kind of the third wheel with us. 
Look at this picture. <laughs> However, less than a year when her marriage began to crumble because her then husband had adopted what she had called a totally different lifestyle. White's relationship with Brian took a sudden romantic turn. Oh, they fucked in the laundry room. Mm-hmm. When, <laughs> when my ex and I broke up and divorced, I went through a depression and was really secluded and really secluded myself. I just didn't want to make an effort for anything, she said, noting that Brian showered her with emotional support during the separation. He'd asked me to eat with him or hang out and watch his show. He was trying to be there for me. Then, to her surprise, Brian and I just kissed one day when we were hanging out, said White. I was, it was out of nowhere. When he kissed me, I didn't stop it. Then I kissed him back. I was shocked that it was a good kiss. It felt good and natural. Almost immediately, the friends became lovers, and within a year, she became pregnant with their first son, who's now nine. And the couple got married in 2012. Bryant said, I always wanted to marry you. And this isn't because of the baby, but let's start this family right. We were always friends, but when we were together, it was like nothing was hard to do anymore, knowing we had each other. And White now, a mother to her and, her, and Brian's four boys, said she's living the dream. We love being parents. 20-year-old Desiree wouldn't think she would, could be a mom of four kids. She couldn't imagine this is what my life would be like now. Hmm. First off, I've quoted already, a shoulder, a, a shoulder to cry on, what yeah. is a dick to write on. Uh, that's season one, episode three. <laughs> <laughs> I've said this. So, but no, honestly, by the story, how it even started, I mm. feel like they were friends first, yeah. technically. So yeah. he just became his homeboy because it probably was just like, you yeah. know, bro, just gravitate to each other. But it's like he was her friend first. Yeah. And they probably was always supposed to be together first. But yeah. you know, it does get very much. They were soulmates in any way. Yeah. And, then, and, and then it's not like she was messing with him at the side. See, this story is very exactly like, the way they, they made that, her look yeah. so messy. But she already broke up. <laughs> no, no, no. She tried to be like, did Jada look abusive? Yes, but no, they were trying to make her look real messy in this because it's like they were already friends first. Then she broke up with the guy, rightfully so. And then they had a break, you know, and then, you know, they rebuilt uh, something that was already there. And now she's where she need to be. Great story. Mm -hmm. I thought it was cute. I thought it was going to be some bullshit. Like, he stole her at the wedding. Like, yo, yeah, come on me I now. Yeah, we belong cool. together music video style. You just <laughs> hop up in the car and roll off of the groom's like, what the fuck? Everybody now, died. Now, what he said was pretty inappropriate. But even still, he he had a nice little save. It's just yeah. that niggas knew what was what. It was yeah. like, mm. <laughs> yeah, but she actually was married but, to the man three years. Right. The first, so, I mean, she gave it a go. Uh, and he showed his ass and he had to go. So anyway, a shoulder to cry on, a dick to ride on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> so that's it. Yeah, no, I, I, it's a great story. It make it makes sense. And on top of that, I think the love will be greater though because now that he, especially for him, he probably, he almost lost her. Yep. So that means he was giving his all when he got his chance. So mm-hmm. listen, pussy getting eat all the time. <laughs> and they were friends first. Yeah. That's a great story. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's your thoughts? What's your thoughts? Shooting everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Which person? Who are you in this? <laughs> right, yeah. I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> you want to shoot everybody? <laughs> I played the role in all of them. <laughs> Shit. 
Rolling but, all of them. Well, the groom feels like a the original groom feels like a non factor because it's no, not I, like I, he was I, I even... wouldn't be a groom because first of all, I, 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 uh, uh, sorry to, to cut you, but um, I wouldn't be the groom because I'm not gonna just do a 180. Like now that I got papers on you, mm-hmm. like I probably would just not marry you. Mm-hmm. I'd probably be like, okay, like. This ain't working out. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna. Well, you know, I don't. I don't see marriage with you. Like, let's just say right. that. And they change. Yeah, but like I'm baby not. Baby daddies I'm, change. I don't do that. <laughs> I don't do that. One eighty. I don't have a baby daddy, by the way. I don't do that one eighty <laughs> shit in a relationship. I stay kind of consistent. Right. Yeah, I don't do that. Uh, you know. But anyway, yeah, I paid the. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't be the groom though. <laughs> and I'm th- yeah, I'm thinking about it now. I wouldn't be the groom. No. What about the groom that stole the groom? I mean, the wife. <laughs> I don't even think he stole her. The, yeah, he the groom changed on her. And All right, so if, the, if, if what's in question is Opportunity presented itself. Right. right. I was about to say But that. we got to stop looking at women as possessions also. I guess I'm tired of the stole. It takes two people. Okay. <laughs> I guess the, que- the real question is what he said at the wedding, was that actually inappropriate or mm. not? Uh, still, everything else to me is what it, what it, what it was They still got married. <laughs> they stayed together for three years. I mean, what can you do? I mean, it was at the reception. It's kind of too, it's it's too, too late. late. You know, right? yeah. He said, right. I drew. Right. That's another reason why I don't want no big wedding. I don't want nobody right. jumping up and being like, <laughs> I am Jack. Shit. The fuck. Like, I see you since kindergarten, bitch. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to knock my headphones out. But anyway. <laughs> we can still hear you. I can, yeah, y'all can right. still hear me. I can't hear me, though. Just <laughs> <laughs> plug it in right there. You... <laughs> yeah. Put it in. Oh, I can see. Okay, I got these fucking shades on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, final thoughts. I got nothing. <laughs> you have nothing? <laughs> I got nothing. Final thoughts overall? Oh, oh so the whole show? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, follow me at the world. <laughs> follow me, the world of Kevin on everything. Um, yeah. That, that final thought. White Wesley Pipes, <laughs> final thoughts. You're getting married soon. Or did you get married? I actually did, yeah. Obviously and I didn't get an invite? Yeah, it was small. Okay, I don't fuck with you like that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel hurt. It was mostly on her side. Okay. Yeah. All right. See, it was small, people. right? That's yeah. exactly how we need to be nice and intimate. No friends coming up, man. That messiness, marry me. right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stay clear of that. Exactly. Final thoughts, Wesley? Uh, I don't know. That other guy must have had a splitting headache. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he left that woman. <laughs> um, Will Smith might be in the sunken place. I'm not sure. <laughs> He's but. in the pursuit of cluttiness. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. All right. That's it? That's it. All right. Final thoughts? Um, Chris Rock needs to hit his face. Will needs to heal his heart, and everybody needs to heal. Heal. <laughs> Therapy. Talk space. Right. <laughs> That's what we had. All right. As I always like to say, stay away from negative people because more than likely they have negative bank accounts. So, on behalf of White Wesley Pipes, Kevin Dwayne, Star, and myself, we. Love you. We appreciate you. And we'll talk to you later. Also, rest in peace, Dad. This is the 10th anniversary. 
I love you. And I will always appreciate all the lessons that you've ever given to me. Out. Yo, listen to the John Cash.